everybody, and welcome to Podcast 34. I don't have a plan for this one, so it is what it is about many rambly things, which is pretty much what I do every week. To the Batmobile. Let's go. Atomic batteries to power. I've been playing through Batman Arkham City, which I love. It's very cool. There are a few issues, though, that it has that seem to have remained from Arkham Asylum. One of the main issues I have with the game is that sometimes there's camera issues because the the fights tend to be sort of circular around you, and so you have to kind of pan around, and sometimes, you know, somebody will come up behind you and hit you, you know, where you're not expecting it because you're fighting somebody else, and so... The camera has issues with that, I think. It kind of makes it challenging in that you have to really pay attention to the fight and sort of pan around. But sometimes, you know, it can get stuck on a wall or, you know, because there's, you know, something blocking it, you you don't see something. And so there are, I think, issues maybe that they could work out with it, make it a little bit better. One of the big changes with Arkham City versus Arkham Asylum is that it's... It's more open world, so you're just kind of wandering around doing stuff. It does have certain events that happen that sort of cue you in as to you can go over here or you can follow the main story over here. But until one of those cues come up, you sort of feel kind of lost and you don't really know what to do. Um, for those of you who are older, it's a very sort of escape from New York feel. You're just kind of dropped into this this city that's basically in total chaos and you have an overall goal but you don't really know what's going on from block to block, as it were. So you could get jumped by some guys. You have to be really careful about your travel. You can't just wander around. I don't think guys respond too quickly, but if you do go to a quest area, as it were, and you cross back over another area, some guys may have reappeared that you've beaten before. So you have to be really careful about you know, run- running around without really checking on occasion. Another issue that I don't recall being as much of an issue in Arkham Asylum is that whenever you get like a special move, like you open, you know, like a special move opening or you're maybe not blocking and it it brings up a tip, these tips will come on sort of of at your feet, I guess you could say, but it's in the bottom one-third of the screen right in the middle of the screen. So for me... It gets kind of distracting because sometimes they'll stay there for like the entire fight, which is several minutes long. I'm sure you could probably turn them off, but sometimes I kind of do like to have them around to remind me that I can do that. I think though a better thing would have been like for combo openings, something maybe at the side of the screen, you know, like, you know, an icon or something that reminds you you have an opening for this or this power that you can use is available something a little bit more subtle than you know a big wall of text right at the bottom of the screen during the entire fight I think that's a little bit annoying one of the things they added is you can play Catwoman and it's actually not really a choice in some areas she sort of moves the story forward when the action is not focused on Batman and I really like it because you know she has a different feel in her her style of fighting she has different gadgets so there's you know, different strategies you want to use. But I could see how some people could find it really annoying. She is really fragile compared to Batman. So it's it's a different fighting style. And if you 
if you can't adapt to that, there's really no way you can skip it. I suppose you could turn it down to a different difficulty setting, you know, make it easier and then turn it back up when you're Batman again. But I did get kind of frustrated sometimes because she just doesn't have the armor that Batman has. So if you get stuck in a bad situation, you'll get beat down really fast. And it's like you can't get past those guys. Save points are also kind of an issue, especially when you're Catwoman, because it only saves at certain times. You don't have control over the save. Even though I'm playing on PC, I think they just left it the same way that the console works. So you have to sort of get to a save point, as it were. And for Catwoman, there's a lot fewer save points. So again, it can be really annoying. You're on your way to get somewhere and you get killed. Oops, now you have to redo the last, you know, 15 minutes or whatever that you just spent. It's not like every 5 or 10 minutes like it is when you're playing Batman. I do really like how they switched it up a little bit. You know, you're not just Batman in this one. You're Batman, and then you switch to Catwoman, and you get sort of a, a different side of the story as to what's going on in different parts of the city. I think, though, more characters would have been even cooler. I think the pre-orders got access to Robin. He does show up and drop off something and pick up something from Batman, just for one brief scene, it's like, ooh, Robin, sweet! I'm looking forward to playing him. But I didn't. I didn't get to play him. I completed the game. So maybe he'll unlock, you know, later on, maybe his downloadable content. He'll have his own levels. But I think it would have been cool to have even more characters. It might have been a little distracting, since it is supposed to be focused on Batman heavily. But I think it would have been cool, because it was a whole city... It was more villains, so I think more heroes would have also been cool. Overall, though, I would rate the game as super excellent if you're into Batman at all. Um, it's probably one of the best games I've ever played. Both it and Arkham Asylum were really great, in my opinion. I think uh, people who like that style of game should definitely not pass and pick them both up. So in grade scale, I would give it like uh, an A+, probably. Or, uh, you know, maybe 90 to 95% on a percent scale, or probably 4.5 to 5 stars. So, definitely an awesome game, definitely worth picking up if you're into superhero games at all. And I think probably this style will be copied in the future by other games. I think this style sort of originated with, with Ultimate Spider-Man, I think it was. And it's evolved quite a bit from there, so I could very easily see the developers making a Spider-Man game or other games that have this style of combat. And like I said, I think other people probably will copy it because it's a really it's a really good system and it works really well. Oh, Catwoman. Catwoman, will you never learn? This section is being recorded somewhere different, so hopefully there won't be too much background noise that distracts you or me. One thing that I've said that has been incorrect, more so in Epic Fail than here on the podcast, is that I have no friends. Since I grew up in a time where having friends meant you see people in person, in my mind I actually don't have really any friends. I have like three people I see maybe a couple times a year, but you know, it's not what I consider traditionally a friend. Back in the day, having a friend meant that you saw someone on a regular basis in person and they were there for you, you know, physically and mentally and emotionally to support you in what you're doing. And, you know, sometimes you'd disagree, but, 
you know, you understood each other. I'd say for the last 15 years or so, the, the world has been changing in the places they get the internets. Since gaming has become more and more popular, more and more people are doing online gaming, and so they're meeting more and more people online and have online friends. It wouldn't surprise me at all if everybody out there listening who is a gamer and all the gamers you knew actually had more online friends than offline friends. Back in the day when I was gaming and I had, you know, some online friends and some offline friends, you know, I I still only had a handful of offline friends. So if I were to still have that same, you know, half dozen or so close offline friends, I would still have more online friends because I have probably a dozen or more who are online friends. Granted, there's nothing wrong with online friends, and that's why I'm kind of clarifying and kind of sorry that I said that, because I do I do have online friends, and, you know, they are friends to me, and that's um, something that, that is changing in the world now, and there's nothing wrong with having online friends. I would say probably those of you who are 25 years old or younger probably grew up with, you know, having equal parts of online friends and offline friends, and to you, they're probably is no difference. But to older people like me, you know, there is still that difference of, you know, there's differences in in support in, you know, how well you know somebody. Granted, you can get to know somebody as well online as you can offline. But I think it, it does take a lot longer because there aren't those physical cues and clues to to know how interested, you know, some somebody is in something or to know what they like or or don't like quite as quickly. Because when you tend to have an online friend, you're pretty much just doing whatever it is you're doing. Like if you're doing a raid and gaming, you know, you'll you'll talk about that game. But you probably won't talk about other games too much unless they happen to come up. I think you can get just as close online as you can offline. But I think it does take longer. And for those of us who are older, I think, you know, it, it probably does take us a little bit more work, as it were, because it's not something we're used to. I mean, it is something that's coming up in the world and changing, you know, like I said, in the last 15 years or so. So, you know, we're we're getting used to it, but I think, you know, we're not quite as used to it as maybe the younger people. So I think, um, just in conclusion for this section, that, that online friends are definitely as important as offline friends. But to me, because, I, you know, I grew up in a time that was different, I don't, immediately think of online friends as friends, quote-unquote, when somebody asks me in person, because I automatically default to, you know, in-person friends, which which I don't really have any. So, hello to all my online friends, uh, past, present, and future. And, um, you know, just, just realize that, you know, you do have friends out there online, even if you don't have offline friends, and they are just as important. <laughs> Christmas present buying season is upon us. And with that, I wanted to point out a few things, I think, right, you know, as we start to to do our buying. And um, I wanted to say a few points about that. People sometimes get caught up in all of the money aspects about Christmas and, you know, present buying. And they really 
shouldn't, but it's really hard to get away from the commercialization in America. So just be very sure that the people in your lives know that, you know, you do care about them and they are important and that it isn't just about the money. For those of you who are younger who might not get that present you really want, it could be all about the money. It doesn't mean that your parents don't love you. It just means that maybe they didn't have as much money as they needed to buy that that special thing that you really wanted. You know, maybe they couldn't afford it this year. A lot of people are getting laid off and a lot of people are in the position that they, they have to cut back or they can't buy anything at all. And those of you who are parents, you might want to just take the extra time to be sure your children know that you love them if you are in such a position, that it isn't that you know, you're holding back presents because you don't love them. Or maybe they might think that they did something bad and so you didn't buy them presents. You know, just make sure that, that they know that you love them and you care for them. And it is, you know, just about the money. And, you know, it's going to be hard to explain it to them in some cases. But, you know, be sure that they feel loved and appreciated. Also, for those of you who want to donate, if you don't know about it, Child's Play is a good organization to donate to. I, I don't know their exact deal, but I know that they get, you know, video games and video game systems to children who need them, who don't have the money to buy stuff on their own, or who are in, you know, a bad position in life. Their website says that they focus specifically on hospitals, so it might just be, you know, children who are in the hospital. But I know that they serve, you know, the underprivileged community, as it were, those who can't get, you know, systems or games for themselves on their own. So if you are into donating and you want to donate to, you know, give some games to some kids who couldn't otherwise afford them, um, they're a good place to, to go with. I will put a link to the website in my, my blah blah on the screen that you should see, as well as a link on my podcasting page. So you can, you can find the link there, or you can just look it up on the internet's, um, you know, child's play. And it, it should come up right there at the top. The site is childsplaycharity.org. So you can just type that in. But like I said, you know, look it up under Child's Play. And it'll show right up there at the top. So that's it for this Rabbit's Ramblings. I didn't have a whole lot new to talk about, so sorry about that. There's not a whole lot going on in my life right now, so there are not a lot of interaction, and so I don't really have anything new to talk about. And this is the 34th podcast, so oh my god, so much talking so far already. So a lot of my ideas have already been said, and I really don't want to go over anything exactly the same way as I did before. I might, you know, in the future, if you know, it's been a, a really long time since I said something. But as a general rule, I try not to go over the same stuff over and over and over. Otherwise, you guys go crazy. And, it, you know, it's the same thing with music. Although I tend to favor certain music, you know, more than others, I do have a little chart now, so, you know, it shouldn't be repeated too often. Uh, so, you know, same kind of deal. I, I don't want to repeat myself too much. So hopefully what was here, you had a good time with. And um, 
Hopefully, I'll see everybody next time. That's it. Okay, thanks. Bye. You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbitsramblings.html. When you type Rabbit's Ramblings, don't use a space. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit.com. If you friend me, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit.com. Whenever you type rabbit in any of those, be sure to, to put a one in place of I. Rabbit's Rambling is copyright 2011 and is released under a Creative Commons Attribute Sharealike license.